Are you currently experiencing uncertainty or the unknown in any area of your life? Maybe it's your next move or a big life shift. If yes, then you're also probably feeling a lot of the feels like anxiety, frustration, and even fear about what lies ahead. It's absolutely normal to feel overwhelmed by the weight of unpredictability. And I want you to know that your feelings are valid and I see you because I myself have been there multiple, multiple times too. And so this episode is really dedicated to you, to these periods of uncertainty, these waves of unpredictability that come and go in our lives and sharing practical ways for us to move through them. Because I know that if you're in the midst of it, it's really hard to think of a way through. It's really hard to see laterally. All you're focused on is the feelings of unpredictability that are wrapped up in this experience. And it can feel like you're quite stuck and lost. So don't worry, I got you. By the end of this episode, you're going to have some practical tips and a strategy that you can apply as soon as this episode is finished. This is going to help you either A, embrace or B, move through that uncertainty that you're experiencing right now, that uncertainty or uncomfortable feelings that are presenting for you right now. Have you ever wondered whether there's actually a sustainable way to balance a healthy and meaningful life with your busy schedule? Well, you're in luck, Balancer, because I did too. And the Balance Theory podcast is now a dedicated space to be curious in finding a balance that just works. Because since we're being honest here, balance isn't a one-size-fits-all. I'm your host, Erica, and let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Balancers. Welcome to another episode of the Balance Theory podcast. I'm your host, Erica, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. Now, I want to start with a really kind of refreshing take on uncertainty. I know how it's generally spoken about, even the way I just introduced it, it can feel like a really unattractive place to be, packed with all the discomfort and uncertain feelings that it brings up. But a really beautiful reframe that I want to offer to you to kickstart this episode is that living in the unknown means you're in the realm of possibilities. Just think about it for a moment. If you knew how this particular situation would turn out, if you knew exactly what was next, exactly how it would happen, you are limited by that existing pretext of what it's going to be. However, because you're unsure, because you don't know, the sky is actually the limit. Your mind is your only limitation. It might even turn out better than what you envisioned. Whilst I offer this beautiful reframe, and in hindsight, it always makes sense, right? That the uncertainty presented something new and unknown for us. I'm very cognizant of the fact of how uncomfortable it feels in the moment. Personally, for me, when I go through periods or waves of uncertainty, it's packed with a lot of impatience and frustration. I wonder if you can relate to that or if you can identify some other really strong emotions that kind of always come up for you in periods of uncertainty. It's good to kind of just self-reflect and take a mental note of what comes up for you or what you can acknowledge as a bit of a pattern. Actually, the reason that's actually really important to do is because any tips or strategy you adopt to help you move through these periods of uncertainty should actually be tailored to accommodate for the feelings you're feeling. And what I mean by that is I've just shared that I feel impatience, right? So things that I do in these periods or these waves should help me practice patience, i.e. meditation, things that are slow to be completed, anything that's basically the opposite of instant gratification. So if I'm doing, I don't know, other things like online shopping, anything that kind of fires off an instant dopamine hit, sugar, alcohol, I don't know, any of those things, that's kind of the opposite to an emotion or a skill I need to strengthen during that time that would be an antidote to the frustrating emotions that I'm feeling. So interesting for you to kind of just start thinking about what emotion presents for you and then kind of compare that to whatever habits or strategies you're adopting during this time. Just an interesting kind of starting place so you have a little bit of a lens 
to view the next five tips and potentially even tailor it to you. So these tips aren't going to be so specific to say, you know, like meditating is the best way to move through uncertainty. And they're going to be a little bit more open in nature so that you've got a little bit of flexibility to make it personable to you. You guys know that I don't hold a magic key to all the answers. We're all here working it out, figuring it out together. I'm just kind of trying to give you the parameters or the buffers in which you can start to think about these concepts. So the next five will be, uh, I think, retained or worked by you in a stronger capacity if you have a strong emotion that you know you struggle with or always feel and then you can maybe like tailor the tips or the habits around that specifically i.e how i just shared with my impatience and patience kind of example so let's get stuck into it here are five ways that you can start to move through or deal with the uncertainty that's presenting for you right now and i have to say i've saved the best till last so make sure you stick around for number five and just so you don't miss any future episodes make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite streaming platform as we update these episodes weekly and sometimes i'll throw in some bonus content here and there all right number one Limit information intake. Now you guys might be thinking this is a really weird one to start with, but hear me out. When we are in periods that we're very unsure, we're uncertain, we effectively don't have a really strong foundation, right? Because we just don't know how things are going to turn out. We don't know how we're going to feel about what's coming next because it's just all really a big cloud of uncertainty. And so if we are absorbing or taking on a lot of external content, whether that be through the thoughts of other people, whether that be through online content that's quite opinionated or I guess one-sided in terms of helping you shape and frame your emotions about something, it can be a really like fragile time for us to be very much swayed or form our own opinions and beliefs based what other people say or think or feel themselves. So I think in these periods when we're uncertain, we basically have a little bit more of a vulnerable window where our opinions and our thoughts are a little bit more malleable. So I think it's just something to be mindful of. I think there's definitely a place for the opinions of other people, for input from other people. But I just feel like when we kind of get bombarded or we're trying to find an answer in the midst of this uncertainty through trying to extract that from other people or other sources around us, the reality is it can be more harmful than helpful because you'll only really work out how you feel or where you stand on it when it starts to pan out, when you start to get a little bit more certainty on the matter. Trying to kind of pre-program that and relying on other people to give you weight or input to plan ahead for that opinion or that emotion that you're going to have can be a little bit self-destructive and I feel like can separate you a little bit further from yourself in a, in a period of time where you're probably feeling a little bit of disconnect or uncertainty anyway. In this period, you really just want to be focusing on getting clarity if and where you can and otherwise just grounding yourself. Swaying yourself with too many opinions is is ultimately a distraction that's taking you out of just being connected with yourself and you want to be as clear and receptive as things start to become more certain so that you can make your own mind up about things. So number one, in this period, a wave of uncertainty, try to limit your information intake to a point where it's infringing on kind of your own groundedness. Number two is highly linked to number one, and that's just practice self-care. Focus on your physical and mental well-being. Again, I'm not going to tell you how is best to do that. You are best placed to know what works the most for you in terms of your physical health and your mental well-being. And as I said before, this one particularly offers an interesting opportunity for you to think about, okay, what emotions am I struggling with at the moment? And what strategies or habits can I have that are actually going to help me deal with that emotion better? If it's something like, I don't know, anger, maybe you could research or look up 
habits that help you increase your tolerance for anger or ways that you can express your anger in a healthy, positive way. If it's impatience, like I shared before, practicing or doing activities that help you practice patience rather than help you strengthen that feeling of impatience. So being really mindful of your habits in and amongst your self-care, I think presents a really cool opportunity to strengthen that in a way that makes you stronger in this wave of uncertainty. And ultimately, this one linked to number one will help you just stay connected. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Yourself. Number three, focus on what you can control. I'm almost 100% sure that whatever is causing this uncertainty in your life is outside of your control. Maybe you're waiting to hear back from someone else. Maybe you're waiting for an opportunity to present itself. Maybe you're waiting to see the outcome of another endeavor or project or business. It's highly likely that it's something outside of your control. And excessive worrying or stressing about these things that we can't control only makes it more painful for us in the moment right now. If you've done all you can, Stressing about this thing that you literally have no control over is not useful to your current state. I know it's easier said than done, but that's when we come back to number two, self-care, fostering that connection with ourselves, that sense of groundedness that we probably need more of in that moment than not. For me, it's about practicing like inner peace and surrender. And so I don't know if you guys listening have religious connections, whether you're more spiritual, but a practice where you kind of connect with if it's your God, if it's the universe, whatever it is, where you can surrender and just accept that things are the way they are rather than fall into this state where you're trying to control a situation by stressing about it, which isn't controlling it at all. It kind of gives us this illusion of control. I feel there's a much better use of our energy and time. And of course, we're still going to feel the nervousness and the discomfort until things start to pan out and become more clear. But this is a more management tool for you to help move through the waves of uncertainty. And notice here, nothing I've shared today is about getting rid of them because it's something we're going to face time and time again. So equipping yourself with like little tools or tips to help you work through them as they come up, I think is a more empowering approach than trying to just get rid of it or act like it's not happening, sweep it under the rug and not really give our emotions space and time or try and work with them. So three is all about focusing on what we can control. Sometimes you might even want to do a, you know, a list all the things you're stressing about, break them out into what can you control, what can't you control. And that kind of sometimes helps just give you a visual of like what's actually within your reach or not and helps you actually see, okay, I actually can't do anything about this rather than you just going through those mental loops in your mind and feeling stuck there. So that's number three. Number four is setting small goals. Sometimes when we're in this period of waiting, it's unsettling and we feel stuck, like there's not much we can do, but sometimes we can set small goals, whether it's directly linked to that thing or not. We can still give ourselves something to work on or focus on. 
And that could be whether it's a self-care goal of like trying to bolster your meditation practice or a new exercise regime. You know, if you can make it something that's going to support your self-care during that time, I feel like that's quite useful. Um, maybe your small goals can relate to this period of uncertainty. So maybe, yes, you're waiting for a big answer or a big outcome of something that's going to alt- like alter or change your direction or the next steps. But maybe there are things on the outskirts around that, that you can slowly start to tick away at other tasks that could use your attention during this time. And maybe you focusing so much on this one thing you're not sure about is taking you away from the other things or the other areas in your life. Think maybe of anything you've been wanting to try, but you've been putting off. You know, you don't need to put your whole life on hold because you don't know the outcome of this thing. You can tick away, keep living your life. And when you have a bit more certainty and clarity around that thing, then you can start to make the necessary changes where you need to. But this is kind of like a limbo period, right? So don't use it to just sit on your hands and wait because you're only going to be in a situation where you're stressing about things more and more because you've got nothing else to do. Give yourself some other mini goals in other areas of your life, in other areas that maybe have been neglected or things that you just genuinely want to try out too. I find this is a good way to connect with myself and just get like a little bit creative. It's like using this period, which feels really negative and frustrating and turning it into a window of opportunity to explore other things. Lucky last, and I promise this was my favorite and it is because I feel like it's the most thought provoking and that is challenge your need for certainty. Why is it that as humans, we have this illusion of control? Like while we may not wish to acknowledge it, uncertainty is a natural and unavoidable part of our lives. Very, very little in our lives is guaranteed or certain. In fact, now that I actually think about it, I think it's fair to say that nothing is guaranteed or certain. Literally think about it. Anything that happens in the next moment, tomorrow, you can't guarantee any of it. So it's almost funny that we get so frustrated or shell-shocked when we don't know what's going to happen next, when the reality is you actually don't know what's going to happen next in every waking minute of your life. It's actually an illusion that we have this control on knowing how things are going to turn out, but none of it's actually guaranteed. So this number five is about challenging that need for certainty. Like when you think about it, the chronic worrying that we engage in, the stress, the panic, the anxiety of how things are going to turn out doesn't actually give you more control over a situation. It just causes you more pain in the current moment. Some other like telltale signs or examples I guess of you trying to control things would be if you find yourself trying to micromanage repeatedly checking things I think emails is probably one I'm very guilty of or social media notifications so it's a way for you to try and feel like you're in control or seeking reassurance externally from other people so it's funny right I feel like it's such a program thing that uncertainty feels like so out of the norm but it's actually our natural state because nothing is guaranteed or certain so how do we actually move out of this illusion that's what it is really it's an illusion that we have control to accept what i guess is like the default and true to this point i think that comes with challenging our need for certainty so i'm going to give you guys two journal prompts whether you like to journal or not you could maybe just do this as like a bit of a thought provoking process in your mind if you're more of a thinker if you like writing things out it's a great one to journal either by hand or in your notes Or another thing I've been doing lately, and actually a few people have been saying they're doing is voice memoing themselves. Because if you're the kind of person that likes to work out problems or work through things kind of as you're speaking in a conversation, voice memoing it to yourself is like you're speaking to someone or like just, it's almost like feels like you're um, recording a voice note to your friend. And as you explain it, you kind of start to 
make sense of it. That's another option. Um, if you haven't tried it, it might work for you. Definitely give it a go. But here are the two prompts. Number one, what are the advantages and disadvantages of having certainty? And you can make it specific to this thing that you're kind of dealing with at the moment or in general, it's up to you. And number two, how much or what of your life can you actually be certain of? And I have to be honest, number two completely floored me because I could not come up with a single answer. And I'd be very surprised or curious to hear if you guys can. And this just drove home the point for me, the more I thought about it, that nothing actually is certain or guaranteed. And it's almost like when you have in your face moments of uncertainty, it really shakes us. It's almost like it pulls open the curtain behind what our default state is, what's actually always the case. But I think if we start to engage in this reflection of like, okay, that's actually the status quo. Like we actually are always in a period of uncertainty. I don't know. It just kind of gave me this comforting, like reassurance that like I'm not in some weird period of my life. It's actually just life. And ultimately what we want to do here is just equip ourselves with some tools, mindset shifts, reframes that help us just stop worrying about things that don't need our worrying, that energy that we use. And I mean, we don't even know, I don't think like the ultimate impact of stress on the body, but we do know it's a cause of so many illnesses. Like it's just not worth it for something that we literally, it's not offering any benefit to doing other than maybe just self-soothing, giving us a feeling of, okay, I'm in control of something because I'm stressing about it. I'm thinking about it. So surrendering to this, I think is, has the power to be so transformative. And I would love to hear what you guys thought of number five, because I think it just, it really got my brain ticking the more and more I thought about it. So there you have it. Five practical ways you can approach or deal with this wave of uncertainty, or, or maybe now we've, we can reframe that to just life. And I would really love to hear uh, which one of the five resonated with you most, which one of the five you're most excited to try, or which one of the five you feel you can really embody most. So whether you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram, whether you want to jump in our free Telegram chat, the link is in the show notes, share it with us and the group there. The rest of the balances are all in there too. It would be really great to hear kind of your thoughts and just what stood out to you and what made most sense for your situation right now. If you got a lot out of this episode and you haven't had the chance to leave us a review or rating on Apple or Spotify, it would mean the absolute world to me. You can just go to the show page. I think on Apple, you scroll all the way down on Spotify to the top and just give us a review and rating on your thoughts. It would be amazing. And it's such a great way for me to get feedback on what you guys are loving on the show. Thanks so much for tuning in guys. I'll see you all next week for another episode. And until then stay balanced.